Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org You're listening to Daily Daft Differently. My name is Rabbi Abby Soslin. Today we are learning Shabbat Daf Chaf, Shabbat page 20. On the second side of our Daf, we begin the second chapter of Masechet Shabbat with a Mishnah that is pretty famous worldwide, Bameh Madlikim. With what are we permitted to kindle Shabbat lights and with what are we not permitted to kindle Shabbat lights? The Mishnah goes into very specific detail about the kind of wicks that we may use and the kind of material that the candle may be made from. The Mishnah is very specific about these kinds of details and this is the kind of Mishnah that can often frustrate my students. Why does the Talmud feel that it needs to go into such detail? Is Judaism really concerned with this kind of detail? Uh, it feels potentially frustrating or boring. And certainly, as we learn Dafyomi together, I think we will find that a number of the pages can feel quite technical. So it's important for us to be able to find the significance in the technical details. So I was thinking about this particular Mishnah and the fact that it's read worldwide every Shabbat in many, many traditional synagogues. Between Kabbalat Shabbat and Mariv, it is traditional to read Bamem Madlikin, this Mishnah, as well as the other Mishnayot from Chapter 2 of Masechet Shabbat. Um, now, it is true that in most of the synagogues in which I find myself, these Mishnayot are no longer read. Instead, very often there are other Mishnayot from Masachet Shabbat which are put into the prayer book, um, and often um, it is the study between Kabbalat Shabbat and Mariv is skipped altogether. But I am curious as to why Bamem Madlikin? Why in particular this Mishnah, and we'll look at the other Mishnayot as we go through the chapter, um, what significance can we find in the detailed specificity of the different kinds of wicks and the different kinds of wax from which a candle may be made. So I looked through a number of traditional sidurim, traditional prayer books, to see what do they say about Bamem Madlikin. And the most interesting passage that I found was a commentary by uh, Rav Shimshon Raphael Hirsch in his sidur, known as Tfilot Yisrael. Um, Shimshon Raphael Hirsch was a um, great rabbi of the 19th century in Germany. He's known as having been the founder of uh, the Orthodox movement, Neo-Orthodoxy. Um, and he has a very beautiful understanding of why Bamem uh needs to be read each Shabbat. The first thing he says, actually, is that um, that Shabbat actually wants to bring us both in soul and in spirit 
a opening of the light of the eyes, right? There's a lightening, a revelation, an enlightenment that happens on Shabbat. And so already the theme of the candles is a powerful theme. But he he um, goes into more detail where when he explains that Shabbat has two elements to it, both of which have been uh, mentioned in L'Chad just a moment ago in the service, when we are reading Bamem Madlikim, about five minutes earlier, we have sung L'chadodi, and L'chadodi reminds us that Zachor and Shamor are both key elements of Shabbat. Zachor, the understanding of remembering Shabbat, the sense of adding pleasure to Shabbat, adding beauty to Shabbat, and Shamor, the aspect of observing Shabbat, which is the aspect of avoiding all forms of work on Shabbat. And both of these elements are essential to um, keeping Shabbat sacred for us. So um, the first is Zahor at Yom HaShabbat Kodesh, which um, is the way that the Torah presents Shabbat in the Ten Commandments the first time around. Remember the Sabbath day, and this is uh, the idea of adding special things to Shabbat, right? All of the mitzvot of things we add to Shabbat, things like um, saying Kiddush, things like saying special prayers, attending synagogue, and for us even having a Shabbat dinner, having those special Shabbat meals, and making sure that they are lit before Shabbat with um, beautiful lights. That is part of the Zocher, Zachor at HaShabbat. Um, the Shmirat Shabbat is um, the part where we avoid doing work. And all of the aspects of having to light candles for Shmirat Shabbat are also conveyed in this particular issue of the kinds of wicks and the kinds of wax that we can use. The Shmirat Shabbat requires us to not light candles to not light a flame on Shabbat. And so by lighting the appropriate kinds of wax and the appropriate kinds of wicks, which will ensure that we do not play with the candles, that we do not play with the flame throughout Shabbat, that we do not touch the flame throughout Shabbat, we are establishing that we take Shmirat Shabbat very seriously. And um, Rav Hirsch explains that this is the key element of Shabbat. That what reading Bamemad Likin does is it reminds us when we are still in the synagogue of how careful we want to be with both of these aspects of Shabbat when we get home. He reminds us that Shabbat really happens. The most important implementation of these mitzvot happens not in the synagogue, but in our homes. That the way that we make Shabbat in our homes is really the essential piece of the observance. Both Zachor and Shamor certainly can happen in Shul, but they take effect more deeply. They enhance our experience more deeply when they happen at home. And so Rav Hirsch suggests that we read Banamad Likin in the synagogue to remind us of how important it is that we take special care in each of these details, in adding pleasure to Shabbat, in adding beauty to Shabbat, and in refraining 
from doing work on Shabbat. We read it in Shul so that we'll remember when we return home, which is the central place, the central locus of Shabbat in Jewish life. Shabbat Shalom. See you tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.